Does all this make sense? Sure. Saves are responsible. I don't understand why you would say that. What was I saying? <laughs> it will stick what do I do if I need to flush the toilet? The trash can starts overflowing at some point, and people just continue to pile on their shit. <laughs> just one person talking. <laughs> one person having a conversation <laughs> with themselves. This guy's talented. and also <laughs> is mentally insane. <laughs> is maybe the most amazing thing I've ever touched. It's it's easily more uh, more amazing than like a human child or anything like that. What's this podcast rated? Can I curse? Can I uh, say mother? You absolutely. I'm not planning on making this a family-friendly version of the Welcome to the 2K Show. friends and welcome to this week's edition of the 2k show and i'm joined as always by my brother and your favorite it's caleb say hello caleb hello all right so we got to get to the uh the the first story of the day is the ongoing car shopping saga that has plagued my life for now three weeks and I believe last time we discussed the, uh, or two times ago, we discussed how amazing and convenient and what a great service this Carvana thing is. How did that go for you? Fuck those guys. That didn't turn out well at all for anyone. The kid loading the car on the truck. The truck, okay, so... I ordered a midnight edition Chevy Silverado from New York, which was probably a mistake looking back because they drive on salty roads and then the salt gets underneath and corrodes the, uh, the metallic pieces of the vehicle, Mm -hmm. but whatever. Anyway, it ships, gets to Dallas and the kid without a dog in the fight calls me and says, Hey man, it's been smoked in, which was on none of the paperwork whatsoever. So cancel that and uh, fuck those guys. But kudos to the kid that called me and let me know. And also apologies to the young lady on the other end uh, who answered the Carvana phone and was cursed at by myself. So anyway, sorry. um, So that was the uh, that was the uh, situation with Carvana. I ended up getting a different vehicle at a dealership, local dealership. And the salesman there helped me out greatly. And now I'm driving a vehicle that's entirely too fast uh, for me to be driving with several car seats in the back seat. But who needs room for car seats, right? Uh, we do. Well, we do, but so what you're, I'm not. Uh, what you're saying is uh, your car got stuck in the last ring in the car vending machine, like I warned you about last week. Told metaphorically you speaking, <laughs> metaphorically uh, speaking, yes. Also, that's correct. Also, considering yeah. it was from New York, we should have known it was going to smell like smoke. Well, okay, so they send you a thing that it's it's like five hundred check marks or whatever, 
that tells you it's been inspected, it's this, it's that. Nowhere on there did it talk about smelling like smoke. Maybe the inspector smoked. So they were deaf to it. You know, okay, so so let's get into this. So then I'm looking at vehicles at the uh, local car dealership. I get into one, and that one seems to have some kind of smell of smoke, but it's not strong. So I'm thinking there's a difference between when you get in one and it smells like a bowling alley and you get in one and, oh, the guy that just uh, did the detail on it has been smoking and had some smoke on his clothes. Okay, maybe. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it makes There's sense. a difference. Excellent. So what have you been doing? What have you been up to? Um, the usual. We've regressed a bit with our sleep habits this week for some reason that I have no answers for. But uh, other than that, Things are going well. They do that. Uh, they do that sometimes when they're growing. Yeah, he really the only issues we had with him um, is when he's had uh, when his teeth are giving him issues. Uh, but that doesn't seem to be what it is this time. Like normally, we'd lay him down within you know five ten minutes, he'd be asleep, sleeps all night. But this week so far, the last two nights, we lay him down and he screams bloody murder for as long as we'll let him. And so the last, it's been two nights, but last two nights I go, I pick him up. We just basically start the entire thing over. And then he goes to sleep and he sleeps all night and and that's it. But he doesn't, doesn't uh, want to go to sleep on his own right now. I wonder if he is, uh, cause you're almost at a year old there. I wonder if you're at that age where he's become self-aware enough that he understands he is alone at night. And it's upsetting him until he gets more tired. Yeah, maybe. Um, that's what I was thinking. Maybe we need to push bedtime back a little bit. But he gets up so early because we all have to go to daycare and everywhere else. So, um, yeah. speaking of daycare, he uh, he was assaulted today at daycare. Oh, they... somebody bit him. I bet it was a bite. Was it a bite? <laughs> it wasn't a bite. No, oh. they uh, they had him in like the little stroller bus and went on a little walk and. Uh, He's got like this little friend that I guess they just like follow each other around. And uh, I assume it was him. They don't actually tell you who hurt your child. But um, but yeah, I guess the kid next to him just kind of reached over and was like, oh, hey, there's Knox's ear and just kind of grabbed him. And so he's got a little scratch on his Uh-oh. on his cheek. But they said he didn't even cry. They just like ignored him completely. And I was like, geez, I wonder, I wonder oh, whose hi. kid that is. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a you thing. Yeah. So, but we're all, uh, we're all good. What's, what's going on with you? Oh, not much. You know, we have our, uh, big upcoming Madden matchup. We are going to play each other with our custom teams in Madden. And, uh, I thought that would be our topic of the week is how we would improve Madden. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit on Twitter the other day because they don't do anything to Madden anymore. It's just recycling the same game with new rosters, which is a shame. Uh, yeah, it's um, we'll, we'll give our wish list for Madden ever so uh, quickly here. So uh, go ahead. What, what would you, because you're the one that kind of brought this up to my attention, what would you uh, change about the game, or what would you add to the game? I think for our Madden well, players out yeah. there. 
I think one thing that would go a long way, and I understand it would probably be a lot of work, whatever, is to have <clears throat> have uh, multiple sets of commentators you could pick from. So, like right now, it's just Charles Davis and the uh, other guy. I don't remember his name, but that's fine. Like, but after you hear Charles Davis say that you should be careful throwing out in the flats when they're in a zone, like it just okay. I need I need something fresh. So like. Having a a Romo and Nance option, and then like a classic Madden and now Michaels version, like you could get like Frank Caliendo to fill in the blanks for for John Madden to have him say like Mahomes and whatever else, you know. So that would be one change that I think would go a long way. So here's the deal: we were comparing Madden to NHL on Twitter. You know, I don't uh, I don't feel a need to have different commentators on NHL, and it's because it's the best possible commentator on the game. It's the guy that when you're going to watch the, the Stanley cup finals or sports, uh, hockey night in America, whatever the case may be, that's your guy. I think if you went Jim Nats, Tony Romo only, you might be just fine. Yeah. That's probably because yeah. If you, uh, if you look on Twitter, man, everybody loves Romo and most uh, hate everything else you get out there. Yeah, and, and Charles Davis, and man, I don't remember the other guy, but I don't think he does the games in real life with the guy that's on Madden. But uh, yeah. Charles Charles Davis does like the – it's Fox, but it's not even like the main – like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are the, like the game of the week on Fox. And so it's like the – I guess Charles Davis does – He's, I mean, he's been doing the Cowboys games, so it's probably the game that's like nationally televised if you get the national game at noon – and your regional team's not playing kind of thing. Like, so it's like probably like third string or maybe second mm-hmm. string on Fox. I don't know, but yeah. So, and I, I don't know. I, I don't think like if you got a more popular name to do it, I think it'd be a lot better. Yeah, I agree. I think if you go out, you get the top because you know, at forever the best in the business was John Madden and Al Michaels and they gave us John Madden and Al Michaels. Well, then all of a sudden we, we veered off into God knows, I don't even know who half these commentators have been over the years on the game. So I uh, I could see the point uh, how that would improve it if you went Jim Nance, Tony Romo, because I think Tony Romo is the best right now out there. God, don't give me Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> you know, he's awful. I, honestly, him, I hate him. Honestly, after doing two straight games, with like watching the Cowboys, two straight games with Charles Davis, I'm excited to have Collinsworth this next week. Well, you won't feel that way about Booger McFarlane on Monday Night Football. I'll tell you that. Um, he, he I does... think we both agree. <laughs> real quick. Bo- what was that? He does yeah, what? Yeah, real quick. Booger does the thing where, like, he gives you, like, a bunch of football analysis. But it's, like, the most basic football analysis you can give. I swear last night on the Monday Night game with the Redskins and Bears, I swear he said, okay, well, they're down 13 right now they score a touchdown here, they're going to be down six. And it's just like, what are you talking about? Like, it doesn't provide anything that we know. Like, good Lord. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of a story. So uh, towards the end of my uh, police career there in Odessa, we had a sergeant come to our shift, and he had been on a shift with a bunch of rookies. But our shift was not a bunch of rookies. Well, I swear to you, I'm not lying to you. He would stand up in briefing, and he would give the most basic possible police 
uh, advice he could possibly give. Like one night it was like, hey, guys, in the middle of the night, if you use your flashlights and shine them on the windows, you can see if the windows are broken. I swear to God, he said this. So we we start this thing in our briefing, like we all get together and we start doing this thing where we all started giving out the most possibly basic <clears throat> police advice that we could give. Like I was like, hey, guys, when we arrest people, let's go ahead and use our handcuffs. <laughs> and this guy would be up front, like shaking his head, like inspiring. And I'd look over at everybody else that knew I was doing it. And they would be like, damn it, man. You know, but um yeah, that's what that reminds me of. Like, what are you doing? Giving us the, we know, we've watched, we were with it. We, this is not Miss Allen's first grade class of football 101. <clears throat> I didn't realize you used to work for Booger McFarland. So, now, I think we could both agree we both want create a team back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've, uh, we've spent plenty of time doing that. Yeah, those were good times. Those were good times when we were a kid. So create a team needs to be brought back. With that, create a uniform and create a stadium. Create a franchise, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Uh, My wish list, so I have the nostalgia thing. Um, And and I've talked about this with like WWE video games before. And you could do it in Madden. I would love, you could do a whole Madden game. You don't have to do it in the yearly release. But a Madden where you get like... The the all the Super Bowl winners from say the nineties, they're full rosters, but then give us not just the Super Bowl winners, give us like other teams that were hot that year. Like give me yeah. all the NFC playoff teams and all the AFC playoff teams every year, all ten years in the nineties. That's a lot. I'm asking for a lot, but you know what I'm saying. Like I kind, want kind, more than just yeah, kind of like NBA 2K does with their classic teams. I mean they have. They don't only have, you know, all the Bulls teams from the 90s. They have all the Jazz teams and the Magic teams and the Rockets teams and the, uh, you know, the Sonics and everybody else. Like, they have random teams. Like, uh, like I'm trying to think of one like the, uh, like the Raptors from, like, 2001 or 2001, yeah, with, like, Vince Carter. Like, you just want some historical teams that were good but not necessarily only the champion. Yeah, yeah. I want uh, I want to be able to do the, uh, the the thing. Like I want to be able to put on my TV screen 1994 San Francisco 49ers and 1994 Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you re- do you recall? Let me see if you remember this. I'm trying to think. I believe it was Quarterback Club, so it's probably going to be a little older than what you remember. But they had actually classic rosters, but they had these uh, challenges. And you went in and you played classic games with these classic rosters and you got, you know, whatever the benefit was you got if you were able to complete the challenges that occurred within the game. Like I remember, I think I played like an 80, you know, it was like 85 Bears uh, in the Super Bowl uh, rushing touchdown with the fridge and stuff like that. Like there were different uh, different challenges you had to meet with these historical moments in uh, the NFL. And this would have been the year to do it. Cause it's the 100th anniversary, right? Yes. Of the NFL. So that would have been, yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. If they dropped the ball. Yeah. And even a more recent example of like that kind of thing is, I don't remember what year it was. It's, it's been within like four or five years. They used to have the, uh, I don't remember what it was called, but like the weekly moments where like, so let's say this past weekend, the giants and bucks game, 
like it would be okay well you have to complete the comeback with Daniel Jones and the Giants and so you start in the fourth quarter with you know four minutes left and you have to go make the game winning drive and that was like the challenge of the week like you can do that but actually have it with you know you know further back moments so like you know do the whatever do the Giants Patriots Super Bowl and do the Broncos and Packers something in the Super Bowl like you know like you're talking about just a bunch of old stuff yep exactly like that so if you follow us on the Twitter sphere, if you follow us on the Instagram at Twitter, it's at 2K Show K. And on the Instagram, it's the underscore 2K underscore show. Anyhow, drop us a, uh, a, a tweet or a uh, Insta and let us know what your, uh, what your wish list is for the uh, Madden release next year. And we will see... Uh, you know, what kind of game ideas we could put together as a group of Madden fans out here, right? Spoiler alert, they're not going to change anything. They're not. NHL is the best sports game EA Sports is putting out right now, 100%. EA Sports sucks. Except that NHL game. NHL game is hot. They... They they improve it every year. They have created team. They have all these different modes. You can play on the back uh, on your in your backyard pond, skating three on three with your buddies. You play a season. You do all kinds of good stuff. Play some skills challenges. All kinds of stuff. Create a team. Create a player. All kinds of good stuff. It's good stuff. Do good, good game. Do you remember NFL? like 2k5 whatever it was with to on the cover and like whatever mode it was you could pick your player and you were actually in the player's face mask i do remember that yes I do it was recall incredibly that. Was difficult bad. but still something different not exactly. just like some nonsense story mode that doesn't make any sense yeah i agree i agree or at least you could do the camera you could do the camera where it's exclusively on the player, kind of like uh, what uh, the show does with your uh, your uh, career yeah. mode. Yeah, in, the NCAA football was good about that. Like, yeah, kind of just on your guy. I do remember that. Mm. Okay. All, All right. right. So okay. uh, so here we go. Let's uh, let's move on to our uh, well, that was already sports talk, but our main sports talk of the week, and we got to start because we've talked about it on this show pre- previously. And uh, this this guy has CTE. He's got to have CTE, bro. And it's Antonio Brown again this week. He, where to start? So he was accused of some sort of sexual, unwanted sexually, sexual advances uh, of some sort, right? And he, you know, whatever. That happens, that comes out, nothing happens yet to him, so he's hanging in there. And then a second accuser comes out, and then he goes off the rails and starts talking shit over text message, because there's no record of that, to the uh, second accuser, and I think that was probably the straw that broke the camel's back, so the Patriots release him. Um, And so now he is no longer employed by a professional football team, and uh, then he shortly after that went off the rails on the Twitter sphere. Now he did delete some of the messages. Uh, he he was tweeting, calling out Robert Kraft, calling out Ben Roethlisberger, 
Calling uh, out everyone. He called out Shannon Sharp. He, he, he called out uh, like it was did, guys he, from back in the day that just didn't get yeah. the same. Like somehow he's made himself the victim in all of this, and it's just it, it's yeah, that, that, the behavior yeah. of, of uh, someone that has something wrong with him. In fact, here is your here's your tweet that he was making himself. This was posted on the twenty second. He says, will not be playing in the NFL anymore. These owners can cancel deals and do whatever they want at any time. We will see if the NFLPA will hold them accountable. Sad they can just void guarantees anytime. Going on $40 million, two months, we'll see if they pay up. And uh, really, uh, I mean, who, who cares? <laughs> like, you're being a fucking nutcase. Who cares, bro? What are you doing? Yeah, the, I mean, but, they... uh the moral of the story here is to, you know, when you sign that contract, maybe just turn the page and read that page also, because like your guaranteed money is not necessarily guaranteed, but I was reading about it and, and apparently <laughs> the, the Patriots may have a little harder of a time not paying him at least a portion of that because they did, you know, make him practice for two weeks and he did play shortly after they signed him and that kind of thing. So, so they may actually have to give him something, but, as far as not playing in the NFL again, that's fine to say now. But eventually, he's gonna need, right, he's right he's gonna the, want that money. Right off, <laughs> he's gonna want some money. Yeah, he was. And um, well, uh, the good news is he's he's enrolled in college again, so he's just gonna try to do a redo and get on his college team. I believe well, it was at Western Michigan, Western Central, or Central. I think. Um, no, I think. Who cares? I think uh, I was wondering actually if <laughs> if he knew he didn't have any eligibility left, so he can't just go play for a college. I bet he doesn't. Yeah. I bet he has no idea. He has no eligibility left. That guy is an idiot. Yeah. And then my favorite moment of that is that OJ Simpson starts tweeting him uh, fucking legal advice in a video, telling him, "Hey, hey, AB, I was going to tweet you the best legal minds in the world." gave me the advice which was basically to shut up which is good legal advice in this case but the fact that it's oj simpson is nothing short of fucking hilarious because not only do you have adrian uh, antonio brown who is completely off his rocker but then you have oj simpson or thal james simpson who is so lacking he is lacking so much self-awareness that he is out here tweeting legal advice to this guy it's it's remarkable also, OJ's uh, fantasy team is doing poorly, so those guys need to hire extra security. I, I kind of feel like OJ's, and maybe he is a little more self-aware. Like I think he's doing this shit on purpose. Like I think he knows what he's doing, but <laughs> it's working. He's brilliant. Oh, apparently, Jesus. he's a fucking genius. He's a goddamn genius. He gets away he's with murder, <laughs> and uh, he's a he's a criminal genius. He is. He's getting away with murder, and he has like a million some odd followers on Twitter. <laughs> Good for him. I guess it's, oh, it's, I don't know. it's amazing. They should get together and go bowling All sometime. Right. I'm not I don't I'm not his friend. I'm just saying <laughs> no, like, it's ridiculous. It's amazing. It's him. ridiculous. If he's if he's oh okay. <laughs> if he's doing it all on purpose, like brilliant. I don't think he's doing it on purpose. I think he just doesn't fucking get I think he seriously still thinks we all think he was innocent. I, like I think that's I what he thinks. I think he's convinced himself he's innocent. I don't know what he's doing. It's amazing. Well, so, there's our Antonio Bra- uh, Brown and uh, OJ uh, Simpson Jesus. rant for the night. Yeah. So uh, next we have we got to review week three uh, briefly of the NFL season. Uh, 
where's where's my uh my uh close personal friend of the show pat mahomes He uh, played quite well, and I have to I have to bring this to you because here's my thought on week three of the NFL. The Ravens, uh, I think the cl- the score was closer than what it was in that Chiefs Ravens game. But if you go and you actually look statistically, now that Lamar uh, Jackson's kind of come a little back down to earth, if you look at your quarterback statistics through three weeks. It's number one, Pat Mahomes, number two, Dak Prescott, in almost every single statistical category for quarterbacks. And the point I'm getting to here is I think that's the matchup. I think that's a better game than what uh, Ravens Chiefs would be or even Rams Chiefs. I think it's Cowboys Chiefs. I think that is a really good game. Uh, I think that is the one. You know, we were predicting a 40s to 30s game last week uh, when we were talking about the Ravens Chiefs. I think the Cowboys and Chiefs may be that 40 to 30 game. Yeah, it's it's possible. I think uh, with the with the Ravens, like the thing that bothered me about that game is like everybody kept posting highlights and like, oh my god, look at this Lamar Jackson pass, and it was literally just him throwing it up and getting bailed out by his receivers or the lack of the defensive backs, but. Um, I think you're probably right. I think Chiefs Patriots obviously that would happen first, and the Patriots would like obviously they do a really good job of beating you however they need to beat you. And last year when they played the Chiefs, it was to not let them have the ball. And I think that's what the Cowboys' plan would be too. That like you just have to run the ball and keep it away from Mahomes. Just like I mean, nothing's changed. Is what they used to do to Peyton Manning too. You just don't let him have the ball. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, I think uh, I think the the, the the way the Chiefs counter that a little bit, first of all, they're going to have to do something with this defense. They got to. Uh, it's just, it just not there. It's just not good enough to win the Super Bowl, I don't think. The more I watch this defense, the more depressed I get. So, um, But I think if they improve that defense a little bit, the thing about the Chiefs is it's three plays. I don't remember Peyton Manning being that guy. No, maybe not, but – I mean, maybe you maybe you can correct me. I mean, that's that's fine. It's three plays and they score, but then like, I, I don't know. I just think if you get into that game with the Patriots and the Patriots go on some twelve minute drive, and then okay, great. But then the defense is back out there in like five minutes, and so they're just going to go on another twelve play drive and just keep right. Well, keep, yeah, that's what I'm give saying. Give Mahomes the ball one. So. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying is the the Chiefs defense is going to have to they're going to have to stop somebody for that to be effect for that to work because if you come up against they're probably a, always exhausted. I mean, they may be they spend a lot of time on the field, but it's because Pat and them just I mean they score in three plays. It's something else. And you know the thing about Pat and I am not a Texas Tech fan, so I didn't watch him much in college. I didn't meet him until his senior year in college, and uh, so I didn't watch him a bunch then. But watching him last year, watching him this year, the thing about Patrick Mahomes that is it just still is baffling to me when I'm watching it is the ease that it appears he's throw he's able to throw those balls and those balls are on the money and they are a fucking rocket. But it looks like he's just out there throwing darts. I mean, he's just at ease. 
and it's a it's just it's something to see. I've seen on Twitter people are talking about uh, some some folks on TV are talking about he's better than Breeze and uh, Bra- uh, Brady and uh, that group. I don't know if I buy that yet. I don't I don't like to do that without a Super Bowl, which is what Troy Aikman I believe said. But uh, mm-hmm. and then I've I've heard people say, well, he's a system quarterback, and I think. He's not necessarily a system quarterback, but yes, he's on pace for over 6,000 yards. That's a product of the system he's in. I think he could still throw for 5,000 anywhere, but, you know, these crazy numbers are a product of the system. Well, sure, but, I mean, you could say the same thing about Tom Brady. Like, I mean, he's done it for 20 years because of the he's been in one system, like, the whole damn time. And You know what's funny about that like, is it's usually the Patriots fans trying to talk that shit and say that Mahomes is a system quarterback. It's usually Patriots fans. That's fine, but, I mean, I don't know. Look at Alex Smith in that system. That's, it didn't exactly work out the same way. So It's true. It's a good point. I mean, I, I think, sure, you can say let's wait for a Super Bowl, but as far as playing the position of quarterback, I, I mean, you can't say Drew Brees or Peyton Manning ever played it the way Mahomes is playing it. You know what I like about him, and and I know I don't. You've never been up next to him, but he's not a specimen. Like he's a good sized kid, but he's not some kind of crazy physical specimen. And yet, watching him play, you get the feeling he might be the best athlete that's ever ever played quarterback overall, altogether. Everything, the brain, the feet, and the arm, all of it together, he may be the the most gifted ever. Does he, does he look six three two thirty? I don't even think he's six three. Like I, I've stood next to him, he, I don't think he's I don't think he's quite six three. Hmm. I think he's a shade under six three. But anyway, anyway, good performances by the Chiefs, good performance by the Cowboys. Although I think they played a little bit down to their competition with the Dolphins. The but it was still what thirty one to six, yeah. so that's that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they've kind of done that each week. They've started really slow in every game. This week. They were taking just unnecessary chances, seemingly like they would be able to overcome any mistake that they made. Um, the thing with the Cowboys, everybody keeps talking about, is that they've played like the three, like three of the worst, what seven or eight teams probably in the league. Right. But I mean, they're pl- what are they like plus fifty five or something against those teams? So it's not like they're squeaking out victories against these teams, like they're doing what they should be doing against they're the shy. bad teams. Yeah. All right. So for week four, let's pick some games for week four as we are growing closer and closer to our our uh, deadline here. Uh, and uh, what we do every week is we pick a Chiefs, we pick a Cowboys. So we'll start with the Cowboys because that's the game of the week. I think is the Cowboys and the Saints on Sunday night football. Hopefully, I can tune in early enough to see me some Carrie Underwood. Uh, what do you got there? What's your score in the Cowboys Saints game this week? Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. Are Three-point favorites. Uh, I thought the over-under was really low. I think it was like 46. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, I think the Cowboys do win, and I think they probably cover also. I, I'll say it's like a 27-23 game. Okay. I'll take the Cowboys. I'm going to say uh, 24 to 10. I think uh, Teddy kind of comes a little bit down to earth, and uh, Cowboys defense, you know, they, they're decent. They're, they'll shine some. I think it gets Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, yeah, they, they haven't played. Did you see that video going around of Teddy Bridgewater's completions uh, this no, week, no, this past I, I week? I guess I missed that. I, I think, uh, I don't I mean, I don't know how many completions he had, but 
like 80% of them were at or behind the line of scrimmage. They were all just dump offs to Kamara. Oh, yeah. Kamara shined. Yeah, like nine he was, catches. He was shining. Uh, we also have a battle of the undefeateds in the Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions at noon on Fox. Kansas City is favored by six and a half. Uh, Detroit is 2 0 oh, 1, if that sounded funny when I said they're undefeated. Technically, they haven't taken a defeat. Uh, I will take the Chiefs and I will say 45 to 20. How about yourself? Jeez. Um, so I was looking at the spreads of all these games, and basically what Vegas is telling you is that the Chiefs are good for at least an extra touchdown than everyone else in the league. Like if you go down the page, like every kind of bar is set at 46, 45 points, and the over-under for the Chiefs' lines is 54 points, and it's not because of Matt Stafford. Um, so I'll take the Chiefs also. I, I don't think it's going to be quite the blowout you think apparently, but I'll go f- – 35 to uh, 35 17. I think the Lions are posers. Yeah, they're, they're just that team where they could lose to anybody every week, but they could also beat anybody every week. So, all right, here is uh, here's your game of uh, also another big game. Uh, it is another uh, undefeated matchup. It's the Patriots and the Bills, 3 and 0 each. The Patriots favored by seven at noon on CBS. Who do you got? I. I think the Patriots will win, but I don't think it'll be that bad. I think it'll be like something like, you know, 20 to 17. 20 to 17. Okay. Uh, I will take the Patriots and I will say uh, 27 to 20. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll go there. All right. So here very quickly, uh, we, we got a lot to cover. First of all, next week we're going to get into this a little bit more because we're going to have some UFC to cover. But have you seen the bare knuckle boxing that's going on out there right now? It's become really big on pay-per-view and they they're recruiting former MMA fighters to get in this bare knuckle stuff. Have you seen this stuff? No, this is the most exciting thing. Uh, it may, they may be the best fight cards ever. When's the next one, bro? We're going to talk about those. We have a UFC to cover next week. We're going to have NHL to cover next week. We're going to be headed into a, a big, uh, a big uh, moment in professional wrestling that we're going to have to cover. But real quickly, uh, the Braves are in the playoffs in the Major League Baseball. The Nats clinched a playoff spot tonight. Give me, uh, give me some information. I know you've been itching to get it out there. Give me some information about your fantasy baseball playoffs that you've been talking about lately. Yeah, so unfortunately I was eliminated from the fan- my fantasy baseball playoffs this past week. Uh, I was the five seed in the playoffs. I lost the one seed in the second round, so right now I'm going for third uh, to get my money back anyway. But... Uh, it was a rough week for me. Mookie didn't play all week. Freddie Freeman was out a couple of games. The Yankees are just not playing anybody because they've already clinched. So it was a rough week, but uh, but I, I still have a chance to get my money back. So so there's a lot. Well, we'll talk about let's talk about the playoffs here uh, ever so quickly. How many games do we have left? Not much. Uh, we have like seven. No, like five games left. So out in the American League. Uh, there's still three playoff spots as of this evening. This is uh, Tuesday night that we're recording this. Uh, actually, the, yeah, so it's the Yankees and the Astros, and that's it in the American League right now. Nobody else is in. In the uh, National League, the Braves are in, the Dodgers are in, the Cardinals are in, and uh, they, they could end up being a wild card. And uh, wild card number one is the Nationals. So we still have the Rays, I believe it is, the Indians, the Cubs, 
the Brewers are still in the mix uh, to get playoff spots. Uh, I believe who else? The Athletics are uh, in, the, in the Mets are Mets are still mathematically uh, an option. Who but. who is that? The the New York Metropolitans. Oh, the Mets. The Mets. My dogs. My dogs are on the Mets. Peter Alonzo and uh, Thor himself, Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, so the the Twins should be clinching their division like any day now. Like they're uh, they're up four and a half games. Uh, the wild card that well, really, it's kind of that second wild card. So the Athletics should get the first, and then that second one in the AL is going to come down to the Rays and Indians. Um, and then in the National League, it is pretty close to being set because the Cubs got swept over the weekend, and uh, they're now five back with you know like probably six to play. So they're they're gonna have to win out and hope for the Brewers to lose out. So which seems unlikely. I, I have uh, no doubt that we will get to actually picking the playoffs uh, when the time comes. Let me ask you this though. Uh, do you have a sentimental favorite right now? Though, do you have some? Do you have a team you're going, you're rooting for right now? Without us going in and picking matchups and that sort of thing, just off the top, uh, I'm rooting for the Braves. Which tonight, uh, Ronald Acuna actually left the game with some hip tightness, so hopefully he's okay. Uh, but but I'm rooting for the Braves, and then maybe in the AL. Um, I, traditionally, I've been a Rangers fan, but I enjoy watching the Astros play. They're they're fun, so that that would be the matchup I'm rooting for. I think I'm I'm down with that. Uh, I'm kind of with you on the Braves thing. Uh, I think we've been Braves fans. I've been Braves fans since uh, the days of uh, Deion Sanders playing on the Braves. Um, so I'd like to see that if they play the Astros. That's great uh, because you know uh, I'm, I'm I like a lot of the talent that the Astros have. But if we're gonna say hey, this is your team. And I want to play against the evil empire so that I can root against the evil empire. So I would like to see the Braves Yankees matchup. We should have got it a bunch of times in the nineties and we didn't get it nearly enough in the world series. So that would be a kind of a cool matchup. I would be down with some Braves Yankees world series so I could pull against the Yankees. Although yeah. I, I love Aaron judge, but you know, yeah, that would, that would be cool. I, I think, I mean, I know we're not picking anything right now, but, it kind of feels like we're headed towards a rematch of a couple of years ago. I wouldn't complain about because that was an awesome series, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll so have the, to see. The Dodgers have been the best I'm team not, all year. Uh, yeah, the Dodgers have been good, but I think now that we're going to get in the playoffs, I think uh, you know how you know how things go. Crazy things can happen. Yeah. Um, now we'll probably you be Twins and Nationals. And your no one uh, uh, fam. Y2J Jordan. Y'all accused me last week of not putting this out enough for you to know about it. So now I'm going to go into it while you're still on the line so you can know about it. It's House of Hoodies. We're going to do a giveaway in November through House of Hoodies. Uh, we're going to give away because we have a ton of Chiefs fans and a ton of Cowboys fans who follow us on Twitter. So we're going to be doing a Cowboys hoodie giveaway and a Chiefs hoodie giveaway. That's coming in November. So now you know. If you don't know, now you know, Caleb. Jax the Wonder Dog is signaling that My it's time to wrap win. it up. Now, thanks for joining us again this week, folks. Y'all have a great week. Good night.